The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jehovah, love one, send your forever and ever. You Come on. Lift up Jesus. He is Lord of Lords. Lift up Jesus. He is King of Kings. King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Lift up Jesus. He is King of Kings. Lift up Jesus. He is Lord of Lords. Lift up Jesus. He is King of Kings, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords. Lift up Jesus. He is King of Kings. Lift up Jesus. He is Lord of Lords. Lift up Jesus. He is King of Kings, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords. Lift up Jesus. He is King of Kings. Lift up Jesus. He is Lord of Lords. Lift up Jesus. He is King of Kings, King of Kings. And Lord of all. Woo! Yeah. We know his name. We know his name. His name is Jesus. I know his name. I know his name. I know his name. His name is wonderful. Wonderful. I know his name. I know his name. What about you? Do you know his name? His name is Counselor. He's wonderful. His name is Marvelous. His name is the Unchangeable God. His name is the Waymaker. His name is the Comforter. Hey. We know his name. We know his name. His name is Man of War. We know his name. His name is Conqueror. His name is Victory. His name is Merciful. His name is Glorious. I know his name. Do you know his name? His name is merciful. He's full of mercy, full of joy, full of happiness. I know his name. We know his name. We know his name.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, dear friends. Welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakundenjingum. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus and I am your host. You are welcome. How are you all doing? It's a blessed evening. It's Wednesday and it's Thanksgiving service. It's a special Thanksgiving service. You know why? Because this is my sixth month of preaching. Yay! Isn't that amazing? Come on. Yeah. Mm. Trust in you, oh Lord Jehovah. Put your trust in Jehovah, in Him and Him alone. Let's welcome our Father before we dive into today's message. We know it's Thanksgiving. Let's welcome Jesus. Let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Let's welcome the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the mighty man in battle. Father, we worship your holy name. We bless your holy name. We glorify you, Lord. We give you honor, glory, thanks, praise, and adoration. We thank you, Father, for a day like this. We thank you for this opportunity, Lord, that you've given us to come into your presence to worship you and to thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We are grateful, Lord. Father, less of me and more of you. Take over this service, Father. You should be heard and not me. I soak myself into your precious blood, blood of Jesus. All those who are out there listening to me, I soak them with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. Father, Lord, speak through me, Lord. Speak through me, mighty Jesus. Speak through me, Lord. I bless your holy name. I give you all the glory, all the praises and adoration. You are worthy of our praises. We thank you for all you have been doing. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Abba Father. In Jesus' name, we've prayed. Amen and amen. He's a God of miracle. Six months like a joke. I never saw myself doing this. You know, while growing up, I wanted to be a reverend sister, but that was not my call. So that never came to pass. As you all know, I'm married with kids. And after a while, I think in secondary school, they were about, or high, almost high school, I said I wanted to do journalism that also did not come to pass but hey you know god's plans are always the best and my dad was like go and read law so i went to the university that's what i read but yeah my still doing my journalism <laughs> this time i'm doing it for christ not so i'm bringing you good news yes and bring you good news from the book of life. Not bad news. I don't come here and tell people about because there's nothing good out there. There's no good news out there. What you, you see on TV is only bad news that make people to scare. Like there's no hope in life. Like now what they're saying is the coronavirus, the rates is increasing. The numbers are increasing. If you tune on your TV, that's all you will hear or your radio station that's all nothing new you know i remember when god called me he said i should go and preach i was i i did an interview i was interviewed right um on the radio station here in germany and then after that there was this need for me to preach i had this message like i have to go and give it so i preached on my own i was like my becoming once a month and just do my own evangelism i didn't know it was god doing everything and then a month later god called me and he said he's the one who put everything in place that connection and everything the desire for me to go and preach is the one 
and I should go and preach on the radio. But um, I'm not going there anymore because um, they did renovation. They were doing renovation and it took a while. So I was asking myself, like, for how long will I sit and wait? And I keep having messages, you know. So we had to do some research on how I can be preaching. Facebook is not for me. Probably someday, but as of now, I'm sticking what God asked me to do. And then we had to search for means for me to be preaching, doing my audio, you know. And then we stumble on Anchor, which is like a, a radio, so to say, because it's audio you're listening and people are listening to it, not only on Anchor, other platforms, Spotify, people are listening to it. Uh, um, Apple podcast, I think 56% is from Anchor and then 16 from Spotify, 16 from Anchor, um, sorry, from um, Apple podcast, Google Pod. I mean, there are other um, social media platforms there that people listen to. People just Google it, my name, and it pops up and they listen to the messages. All those um, platforms or whatever you choose to call them, right? That people listen, I have it all. The analysis are there because it's a place where I go, I'll click, I'll see how what message, the number of people that listen to it, the countries and their percentage, which uh, um, social media platform are they using to listen to. Anchor stands out first with 56%, then Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and I think there are about five or six, you know, all the percentage are there. And even those listening to me, their ages, you know, how many percent, their ages, uh, um, the sex, female or male, the percentage as well. And I have mostly women listening to me. I have 70 something percent of women and men. I have it that one, 24 percent. A meal, you know. So this is my own way of of doing my 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 journalism. <laughs> I'm not doing the journalism to bring you bad news, telling you about the weather forecast is not good or there is some war somewhere. There is strike. There is hunger. There is this. There is COVID. Putting fear in people. No, rather, I'm here to do my evangelism bringing you good news yes bringing you news from just a minute let me look for something i mean telling you about the kingdom of god that you should stay hopeful and be faithful to god that there is hope fear not fear not so it's a special thanksgiving because it's six months. I never thought of this. I never saw this coming. I know even when God called me, I never saw this coming, honestly. When God called me, I remember I cried for two good days. I was like, to be honest with you, even now from time to time, I'm like, hmm. And when I just think, okay, it's God, I just zip my mouth like, Father, myself, I need somebody to be preaching to me. You don't understand. Like, I was asking myself, what am I to be preaching to people? Father, I came to seek you so you can bless me. If there's any deliverance, do it. Deliver me, free me, and let me walk in your will and fulfill purpose and destiny. I was not seeking God that I wanted to be a woman of God. I went there for my own reason, and he saw me. And he decided to use me. Could have been that. That's how he has planned it. That you go through this route and you still do what you, you must not go to the convent. This is how you go and you work for me. Because think of it now. In the convent, I would have been in one small convent in Cameroon there. That would have been it. But now I'm able to reach out to people. To touch lives. To bring people back to him. To lead people to Christ, to preach the good news, and people are being saved. So we give God all the glory. That's why the Bible says in every situation we should give God thanks because we don't know 
You know, God has the way of doing his own things that we don't know. We don't even see. Even when he asked me to go and preach, I never saw it like, you know, I was like, okay, maybe once a month or once, twice every two weeks. But there was this desire to preach. I was having messages, like messages were coming out. I asked myself, I said, but so if I have a message today, I have to probably jot it down and wait till next week. Or if I have to preach this week and I go and preach, I have another message, maybe two or three within the week. I keep it till two weeks. I said, no, I needed something. I need to do something like there was this desire for me to come out every day and say something, if, even if it's for five minutes. And then before you know, I started preaching on my, my WhatsApp status. Every morning I'll come out and I'll give encouraging messages. I'm not a social influencer or a, how do they call them, right? I'm not... A minute, let me adjust my seat. Let me be comfortable. I'm not a motivational speaker. You know, I come out and I talk about Christ. And when God called me, he was specific. He said, preach repentance. Love people. You don't need to know them. Love them. He gave me a five-day assignment, a one-week assignment to just post on repentance on my WhatsApp. After that, he said, keep preaching repentance. So whatever I tell you at the end of the day, I must tell you to repent and lead you to Christ. You know, so me preaching any other thing, I'm on my own. I'm not in God's will. His will for me is for me to preach repentance. That's why he called me. He said, go to the world and preach bring my children back to me go and set them free the word listening to the word of god if your heart is receptive you that is deliverance on its own you just listening to the word of god they don't need to lay hands on you your conscience will convict you that you are not living a good life and god will start working on you with god he doesn't rush it's one step at a time one day at a time that's how God takes it. And he will reveal his things to you gradually with time. When I started, I didn't know it was going this route. I had no idea. To me, I was like, let me see God. Before you know it, he started revealing things to me. You had unforgiveness in you. I called my brother. I made peace with my brother. Before you know, there was this peace that surpassed all understanding. I just realized I didn't have money, but I was fine. I was happy. There was this joy. When Apostle will come online, I, I will, there's this craving to listen to the word of God. Seven hours, eight hours, 16 hours, I am there. I will charge my phone. I'm listening. Fasting, I want to fast. Let's do this assignment. She'll give an assignment. I will do my best. You know, then we're doing fasting on prayer lines. Before you know, before she comes at times, I mean, one hour before, because she does a lot. She'll be tired. We are there already signing. I will be singing. I will be praying with the other sisters in the ministry. People will come in and then she will come and she joins us. So God will see you. Do make that effort. God will see you and he will lead you. You know, oh, this one is totally sold out for me. I am sold out for God as I am here like this. I am totally for God. There is nothing there in the world as for me. There is nothing. Nothing. So that's how it is. I say, me, Father, it's you. I give you everything. I'm not going back. And things started unfolding. Gradually, gradually, gradually. Apostle says he's coming to Germany. I say, what? Germany? Before, you know, I was there. I said, I have to be there. I took my kids. We went to Dortmund. I said, I don't even take that risk of leaving my city to Dortmund. It's about 45 minutes or so. I said, no, no, no. I'm going to stay in Dortmund. So I'll be at the venue at the right time. And I was going ready to receive. And I did. And that encounter when she came changed my life. That was where I received the gift of tongue. And since then, I started speaking in tongues, started wanting to know God more, 
there were temptation. Imagine after leaving that program three days after my son had an accident, his bone in his leg was broken inside was i mean it had a major crack they had to do him a major operation that his legs his leg was operated upon if you see a long stitch on both sides from his knee to his ankle the devil was fighting because the devil knew that this one is going and god is going to use this one i said i can't go to the world if i don't go who will i hold? i'll go to you devil but as always as he is, he always loses because he's so stupid because I'm not into, or I was not into medicine that I'll say, no, hey, let me leave God and go to my, to, and go to medicine to go and do some charms or believe in some charms also some whatever things. No, all I had was just God. Even while I was in the world, nothing, I didn't have nothing. So I instead held on God. I said, you are the one who will solve this problem, who will do this, this temptation. Father, you have to do something. And in the hospital, I heard him. When I was angry, I said, but why would this driver be driving so recklessly? It was after school hours. I said, why? He said, let go. I saved his life. Yes, God got us. He speak to us all. You just have to be sensitive in the spirit. I said, okay. If it's you, Father speaking, I need a confirmation. I came home. There was a letter. The police have sent a letter. I asked my husband. He said, no, let's just focus on him getting healed completely. And that's it. I said, okay, Father, thank you. I never made any report. Like, um, um, I never filed any case. Nothing. Nothing I let go. And I held on to God. At times when you, when you are faced with trouble, don't run away. Some people, when they have small shaking, that's when they will fall off. They'll be like, ah, and this or that. No. That's when you have to go closer to God. Hold on to God. It might be hard as human. You feel disappointed at times. But don't stay there forever. Don't stay there forever. When you have those down moments, they will come. You will think. You might feel sad. But hey, dose yourself. You say, this will not take me to anywhere. Call on, to, call on to God and hold on to him. And he will come true for you. I don't know why I'm saying all of this. But you is out there listening to me. I know this message is for somebody. This message is for somebody. Don't feel disappointed. Don't say, oh, now that I want to serve God, it's not that I'm having all this temptation. Why is this? Yes, the devil is fighting because the devil knows you are going to serve your father with all your heart. And first of all, you are going to be free. You are going to be safe. He's fighting. He doesn't want to go down alone. So don't give up. Let this temptation come. Be like Job. Despite everything. He didn't curse his, his he didn't curse his father. The devil entered his wife and even said to the wife, "Why don't you curse God and die?" He said, "No. Must you only praise God when good things come away." I won't. She was telling him, "Curse him and die." When you curse him, you are going to hell. You think when you curse him and you die, that's the end of the problem? No, that's the beginning of it because you are going to hell where you will rot forever and ever. And what did he do? He rebuked the wife. He rebuked her. So that's what we should do. When temptation comes, don't say no. Don't say why. You might cry, you might feel disappointed. But then dust yourself. Carry your cross and follow your father. Tell him, say, Father, this is what I'm going through. All I need is strength. And I want to walk in your will and not my will. Before you know it, 2019, I was still there holding on God. Never give up. 20. 
2021 came. I'm still there. Still in the ministry. Doing what I can do. She's on. I'm watching. Listening to the message. Sharing. Mm-hmm. I shared to a point that they even blocked me from sharing. I will not share for more than, I think, 10 people and the same people. And they don't even watch. So I just even stop. I don't know who reported me. I can't share to individuals in Messenger, Apostles' message. Sometimes I just go to my page and I just share that and I leave it there. And God gave an assignment. That was to all talk about Jesus for 11 minutes. 11 minutes with Jesus. And I did mine. And I realized that 11 minutes was not enough. So for, I think for one week, I did that assignment or so. Every other day, I'll come and I'll make a video, talk about Jesus for 11 minutes, and I'll post it on my, my WhatsApp status. And on the third day, that's when God told me in the bathroom, say, why don't you write a book titled My Experience with Jesus? I say, huh? I'm today an author because of an assignment that was given in the ministry. So you who is listening to me, if I say, go and read, go and read. Our own is different, it's audio. But do it, you're not doing it for me. You don't need to tell me. When I was doing my own, I didn't tell Apostle. People did it and posted on Facebook. I didn't post mine on Facebook. I posted mine on WhatsApp. What, was, what I thought was a mistake, the devil wanted to use to shame me, turned out to be a blessing. Because when she said 11 minutes with Jesus, I made my own video. I said my 11 minutes challenge with Jesus, the first video I did. And then the second day, I said my experience with Jesus, my 11 minute experience with Jesus. But the title was just 11 minutes with Jesus. You summarize, tell people about Jesus, and you lead them to Christ within 11 minutes. People were doing it in the ministry. So when I realized myself, I said, oh, the first minute I said my 11 minutes challenge, I said, no, I should know better. I'm not going to post this on Facebook. The enemy made me to do that. I said, I won't post it on Facebook. I shared it on my WhatsApp status. One of the sisters in the ministry listening to it, she was like, wow, go and post this on Facebook. It will bless somebody. I was like, mm-mm. You didn't realize the mistake that I made. I said, my 11 minutes challenge. The second day, I was at work. There was this burning desire to come and talk because I, there, there's a lot to talk about Jesus. I came, I made a video. I said, my experience, my 11 minutes experience with Jesus. I shared it. People listened. The following day, the third day I was at work, I was restless. I was rushing to come back home to make a video. As soon as I got home, I went to use the restroom. It was in the bathroom that I had. Why don't you write a book titled My Experience with Jesus? All I had, I made that video. When groceries, it was in my mind the whole time. I had to contact my friend and sister. Dr. Esther, who is also an author, she's also an author, and she said, yes, you can do it. And I wrote my book within a week, and we started going back and forth, editing, and then before you know it, the book is out. It's there on Amazon. My Experience with Jesus by Kathy Ekakunde. It's affordable. Five euro, I think seven dollars, um, depending on where you are with the postage, Right? I had some, some copies, so I was selling them here, 5 euros, and some people, I posted some to people. Yes, my experience with Jesus. And before you know it, it was April 23rd. We had to celebrate a woman of God's vindication. One year ago, vindicated her. Mm -hmm. You have to say something. You've been in the ministry. What have you experienced? How has the ministry bless you? People were making their videos like, ah, no, I don't think this assignment, I can do it. But while I got to work, it's like, you have to do it. I started doing it. One of the kids ruined it. He's a very sweet, quiet child. But then on that day, she started riding or driving Barbie car everywhere. It was so noisy. I said, oh my God, not today. So I felt disappointed and angry at myself. Like I should have done this at home. I sat there. While I sat listening to Apostle, she was playing the videos of other sisters in the ministry who have done the assignment because she was live. And 
Today the story is different. The Spirit of God took over me. I had to call man of God wrote. I'm like, no, something is not right. It's like God wanted to speak. I said, Mm-mm, but I don't feel right. And we prayed and we prayed and God spoke through me. And he said, yes, I've anointed you. Go and preach. Go to the radio. He said, radio, then come television. And I'm seeing things unfolding gradually. So it takes obedience for you to get to that next level. It takes obedience for you to get to that next level. No matter how it is, you might be like, it's too bad, but do it. I was like, oh, I may, if I didn't open my mouth to say, I would have been like, ah, I can't do 11 minutes with Jesus. What is it that I want to say? Others have said that, that, that others have not said. Yes, but say your own experience, your own encounter, or what you know about Jesus. Just me obeying to do an assignment. I became an author. Just me obeying to do another assignment. God spoke through my mouth that he has called me. He has crowned me. And he has sent me out there to preach. And today marks six, six months. The 15th of May. 15th of May 2021. Today is the 17th of, of November. Monday marked exactly six months. And in six months I have touched life. In six months I come out almost every day. I do my morning evangelism, make my videos and share them on my statues. At times twice a day I will share it in the morning. Before you know, there's a message in the evening. I will take that one down and I have to share that one. At times I will just be dancing. I will make a video just dancing, glorifying God. And I'll post it. That time I'll be singing. At times I'll just sit and I'll be smiling and laughing and talking about Christ. And that is a message. First of all, you have to be willing to do something for God. And God will take over you. All of this I'm saying, I didn't plan these things. I didn't plan the message I have. This is it written here. God reveals, but I'm not even saying that. I'm here saying something else. There is somebody out there. That God is calling your attention. But you keep hesitating. You keep hesitating. God is talking to you. He wants to take you to the next level. You are asking yourself. Why is your life like this? Why is your life? Obey God. Do what he's asking you to do. And you will see your life change. I'm a blessing today to some people and God is also blessing me because of what still obedient assignment one of God. We did, we did um, a fasting during March. It was in March. Yes, March of this year. And she said, God says, we should all, if you are led anyway, help an orphanage. Choose any orphanage of your choice. So a seed of 100 euro to them. Send them 100 euro. Buy them food or what? 100 dollars. And God is going to open our financial doors. There's going to be a major financial breakthrough. That same month I sold in two orphanage. Till date I am still doing it. It's not like I have so much. But every month I set aside 105 euro. The 5 euro is for charges. I send the money through Western Union. 100 euros. I send it. That one, I know it's not even my money. I'm not even thinking. First thing, I go to the bank, I withdraw, and I send. And people are blessed. I'm helping orphanages. Because of what? I never knew I would do that. But because of what? I accepted to do an assignment. Do you know how many times you waste 100 euro? You even go to the shop and you buy some things. At the time you buy even clothes, you come home, that clothes doesn't even fit you. Before you know, you abandon that clothes or that shoe. Yes. But if you give somebody, it will go a long way. That person will pray for you. They will praise you. And God will be like, ah, what's happening? Oh, my daughter blessed this child. My daughter, God, how you think God will come from heaven and help those orphans? He will lay it in the heart of people. 
Even you yourself, there's been the time somebody helped you miraculously, miraculously, but God laid it in somebody's heart. You didn't know. You'll be like, oh my God, I just sat here, or this person just blessed me. Oh, I went to this office, this person was nice. It's God. Somebody is also somewhere probably praying for you. Maybe your mother is praying for you. So you also should pray for people and you should help if you have the means. It must not be orphans. You can even see people on the street. You help them. Even at your place of work, where you are working, just be nice and be kind. Go seize your heart. Be a giver. The Bible says, who is giving? God blesses them because it's like you are borrowing God's money. He will give you back your money with interest when you help the widows and the orphans. It pleases God. I'm not being rewarded with catch. But I, I mean, God blesses me. I might not know the blessings, but I know I'm blessed. Just because of obedience to do an assignment. And once you obey, the first thing is obedience. Once you obey, God will reveal things to you. The message I jotted down to the topic is God reveals. Let me quote you an example. Let me read from the Bible. First Samuel. First Samuel 16 verses 1 to 3. Let me read. You see how God's reveal things to people then you understand me that we need to obey god obey him if you want to see your life change don't just sit there like oh why is your own case like this no you need to obey god your own case is not different let me read first somewhere 16 verses 1 through 3 now the Lord said to Samuel, You have mourned long enough for Saul. I have rejected him as king of Israel. So fly your flax with oil. Sorry, so fill your flax with olive oil and go to Bethlehem. Find a man named Jesse who lives there, for I have selected one of his sons to be my king. But Samuel asked, How can I do that? If Saul hear about it, he will kill me. Take a heifer with you, the Lord replied, and say that you have come to make a sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you which of his sons to anoint for me. Anoint for me. I will show you. Another version say, I will reveal to you later. He will show you. He will reveal to you. The first time is for someone to obey. That he's going to Bethlehem. First, when he obeys that, when he gets there, God will reveal to him. God will tell him what to do. Don't annoy that one. Annoy this one. Walk like this. Do like this. Look like, do like that. It might seem like it's impossible. There is no way. The Spirit of God has already left him. So... So God needs to replace him with somebody. But they need to anoint that person. God cannot come out from come down from heaven. He needs somebody to do it. So he was sending Samuel. But the first thing for Samuel to obey, because Samuel did not even know how it's going to happen. It's like, how do I even go? If Saul knows that I'm there, Saul will kill me. He said, no. So you are going to do some sacrifice to me. And when you get there, I will reveal to you. I will show you things. First, obey me. And you want to go. So you who God is calling, preach. Obey, don't be like, hmm. That's how I was feeling. I said, hey, me. How can I just come out now that I'm preaching? Who even believe in me? There are many people there. I didn't even go to any uh, um, pastoral school or seminar, uh, not sem seminaries for men, right? I didn't do any of, of, of this theological. I didn't go to any theological school. Seminaries for reverend fathers. I didn't do any of this. Like there is no um, formal knowledge of me, the Bible. I'll just have a message and at times I'm like, oh, which incident happened like this in the Bible? I Google it and I go there. I start reading the scripture. I start having understanding. At times I will hear something. I try and through like the message I had last time. 
I think I preached it here, if not here, but I, I, I preached it on my, my, my words of status. I was just admiring the kids at my daycare, looking at their innocent faces when they were having breakfast. And God said, unless we become like them, it be difficult for us to enter the kingdom of heaven. I was like, wow, I had to search where is that scripture in the Bible. How do you become like them? That you forgive, you forget. Kids, you beat them, now the next minute they will come back to you. Shout at them. The next minute they'll forgive and they'll even forget. They'll come and start telling you some things. They might cry for a while and that's it. But us as human, as adults, no. We don't forget. We don't forgive. You know. So that's how I get my messages. It's the Spirit of God that is helping me. It's Thanksgiving to service today. But listen, this is what I'm speaking. It's not even me. It's the Spirit of God. So I'm telling you, I'm here today because I obey God. I cried for two days because I didn't find myself worthy to preach. But my mother said something that if you don't do it, who will do it? God will be angry. I was like, oh, it's true. He will take some other person. And what become of me? And I'll be living on my own. I'm not living in God's will. I'll be on my own. But obeying him is helping me. He even said, he said, don't be afraid. If you need anything, call me. It took obedience. Look at woman of God today. Toying the whole world. I saw her. She posted yesterday. She's going to, to Jamaica. She just left New York. I don't know when she's going to Jamaica. But she'll be in England two weeks from now. Then she's going to Jamaica. If not because of COVID, she would have toyed again. It took what? Just a simple obedience. When she got filled with the Holy Ghost, she received the gifts of tongue. The following day, she said she heard a voice go online and preach. She said, but I don't know. The voice said, I will help you. That was the Holy Spirit. And it's five years. Do you know how many people she has brought to Christ? I'm one of them. Do you know how many people she has led to Christ? This voice is a thing of joy for her. Her soul is saved. And she's bringing people to Christ. If not of her, I will not have been here today. It's for her coming life every day. Her obedience of her coming life. There's some people who don't even hear the message or not preach it. But if she hears the message, she has to give it out. There's some people who don't get the message or be saying something else. Or when the Spirit of God wants to flow, they'll be suppressing. I have a different message. But see the way I started. I just made my mother say, Father, it's you. Speak through me. How the Spirit of God wants to say it. I'm just flowing. Because let me tell you something. Eh? After I preach, I go and I listen to the message. I'm like, wow. That was not me preaching. And of course, it's not me. So obey God. And he will reveal things to you. Things will begin to fall in place. The first step is obedience. Then God will start revealing things to you. He will start revealing things to you. He said I should go to radio. Probably if you have told me, um, go online and look for a radio or an audio, a means to preach. I would have been here. How is that going to work? But he said, to the radio i went there there was that desire and after about, i think i preached there once or twice what happened they said they are doing renovation we had to search this how many messages do i have now but because i obeyed and he saw that desire in me that i wanted to do it he led me through this way god might tell you to do this and after i was he said no go this way yeah i can reach as many people that radio station, yes, they listen to it. You can listen to it all over the world. But then, this one is way because most people, they go on their, their phones. And that would have been just once a week, or a, a, a month or twice a month. But this one, like almost every other day. I have to come, I have a message, I have to come and I preach it. So for God to work in your life, 
for him to change your situation and for you to walk into your calling and your destiny is for you to obey him. If you are not hearing, go on your knees, say, Father, I want to walk in my destiny in my destiny. I want to walk according to your will for me. Let me know, reveal to me, tell me. And he help you yourself because you're always on check. Like I said, I can't be leading people to Christ and I don't make heaven. No. That's sacrilege, abomination. And that can happen if you are not walking in God's will. There are some people who are preaching God is not with them. Like Saul, Saul thought he was still the king, but God, the Spirit of God has left him. Not until when the tormenting spirit took over him. So you can still be preaching, but God is not with you. Because you are not doing what, like he told me, say, go and preach repentance and love people. And I come here now and come and start telling you, oh, God will prosper you. Don't worry, this 2021 is like this. Don't worry, in a month it will be over. 2022, I see you doing business. See, start saying some things that God did not send me. You think God will be with me? He'll be like, ah, what's going on? He will pause and take a break. Is this the one I called or somebody else? He might even warn you. Mm-mm, you are still doing your own because you want to please people. Before you know you're on your own, the Spirit of God has departed. Long before you know it, nobody is even listening to you. Nobody is watching you. Before you know you start going down. Before you know you are frustrated. Before you know that is it. Your end has come. There was a night. That was the Spirit of God preaching to Speaking through me here. There was a night I slept. It was early. I was about to wake up early in the morning. And I woke up saying this word. And mama was saying, pray may the spirit of God never depart from you. And I said, amen. And I woke up saying it. I told you people. I woke up saying it. If the spirit of God is not with you, you are finished. You are an empty man. It's the spirit of God that will help you. That will direct you. That will even tell you things. Reveal things to you. So that's why we also have to walk in obedience because if you start disobeying God, the Spirit of God cannot dwell in you. Now that's two uh, 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 um, opposite spirits. You are fighting. When God says go left, you say, no, I want to go down. He said climb up, you say, no, I want to sit. He said jump, you say, I want to crawl. You are walking in disobedience. So my brother and sister, you that this message is for you, sit up, obey God, and Do what he has called you to do. In all of this, I am grateful, Father. And I am sorry that I hesitated those two days. It's of recent, even of recent, God told me, He said, I should stop saying that I'm not worthy to preach his gospel. He chooses who he wants. Yes, I think a month ago or so, I was still saying it. And he has to call me to others. I say, no, enough. You can't say that you are not worthy to preach my gospel. I chose who I want and I've chosen you. So accept it and do. Because if you accept it, you will flow. You understand? But if I'm still in denial, I'm like, hmm, am I even sure? You are not sure of yourself. There is doubt. You can't flow. The Spirit of God cannot flow. But say like, yes, okay, I'm available, Father. Use me as you want. He will flow. And he will use you to do mighty things. So, Father, I thank you for, for being there, for choosing me to preach for six months now, doing your work. I never saw this coming. I have over 50 messages that I have preached. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Yahweh. I am grateful. We thank you for this week, for your protection, for your provision for your grace and your mercy upon our lives, for healing. Thank you, Father, for total recovery. Thank you as you've healed me. Thank you, Yahweh, and anyone who is out there, receive your healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we pray that you take us throughout this week, strengthen us, strengthen our faith, and help us, O Lord, take away the spirit of denial that you have called us to preach your word. Help us to understand that we are not the one doing it, but you. We are just a vessel that you are using. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I soak these prayers 
and these messages with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. We give you all the thanks, praise, and adoration. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name I've prayed, amen. If you listen to me, harden not your heart, dust yourself. If you feel disappointed, like you are searching, you are doing everything, seeking God, and you are faced with attacks and tribulation, it, it didn't start today, it didn't start with you. Know that even the disciples, they suffer it greatly, but there is joy. At the end of that tunnel, I see a green light. You will not be in this situation forever. Let this word encourage you. Say that the, the disciples, they passed through this. You saw Apostle Belema, how last year or two years ago, everywhere over the internet, people blast, but she's, God is still using her, doing great things. Who organizes a program within two weeks? A week and people, look at New York. Look at London. We are all going. People are coming from U.S. to come and attend. People are hungry for God because people see God. No fake. That's why I say, if God calls you and he gives you and you live, you stay in his will. He will use you to do mighty things. Apostle will come and preach. This is what I mean. This is a message I have today. She will not come and be saying what God did not send her. So God will be there with you. So do not be afraid. You is thinking that God cannot use you. You are looking yourself like, or you is being disappointed like, oh no, not I'm seeking God. Why all this attack? They will come. Remember the Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God deliver them out of it all. Stay encouraged. Read your Bible. Listen to the messages. Keep praying. Seek God and seek to please Him. Go out. Spread love. Share love. I love you all with the love of God. Until we meet again, you are blessed. Bye-bye.